We've never seen a perfect marriage. But we have seen marriages that are full of laughter and life. Conflict and misunderstandings. Growth and hope. We want to dive into the nuts and bolts of those relationships. There are no experts here. Just real talk with real couples who really like each other. This is Marriage Lab with Aaron and Jenna. Let me start that over. Okay. Welcome to Marriage Lab. This is Aaron. Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to combine her names. I couldn't do it. Jenna. I, oh, you know what I wanted to mention is um, we were pretty disconnected over the last month. Um, just really busy. and Interesting. I didn't actually feel as disconnected as you did. I know. And um, usually you're the one who yeah. says, hey, we feel disconnected. And so um, I recognize it because I was still feeling sad after sex. Like, oh, yeah. And and so I that was one of the ways I recognized it was um, we'd get done having sex and it wasn't ir- irregular sex or um, as in like pitiful sex. <laughs> it wasn't like um, too long in between or something oh, like yeah. that. But I just recognized like we ha- we would have sex and then I'd just be like, oh, I feel disappointed. And so, you know, the my natural bent is always to go like, well, you know, what we really need to do is spice up our sex life and do something crazy. But in reality, mm-hmm. I realize, oh, it's this. I feel this way because we're disapp- we're disconnected. And so um, it's not like more or different sex would fix that need. Right. Yeah. It might actually feel like more exciting in the moment but afterwards i'd feel just as sad and so um as going into it now i don't always feel sad going into sex but i in this case i was because we were disconnected and i was beginning to realize that so then we spent we intentionally like laid in bed and just talked for like three hours and it was painful at first and um i shared some pain and shared some pain about how i share pain and how you (laughs) receive pain and but or receive my that pain and we tried to hash it out and it was, it wasn't easy for sure, but um, I felt like we got to a good spot and then we had fun just like planning a vacation together and talking about more lighthearted things after we had worked through the hard stuff. You know what's interesting is it actually didn't feel as painful as I expected. When you told me you had stuff to talk to me oh, about, sure. it wasn't as painful. I think cause I'm getting better at just making space for your pain without it. Like without it overwhelming me. you and yeah or taking our responsibility you, it's not my yeah, yeah which yeah. is part of what you're talking about like I, yes you feel less listened to when i do that you're just looking no it well. was it's that's actually not true okay. um it was that i you wouldn't understand me which mm-hmm. <laughs> then we have moments like this where you say oh this is what really happened and i'm like nope that's not what actually happened <laughs> and so it but, goes both ways though we don't course. always under, it's not like i just don't of understand course. you i realized though that even if you did a really good job there's like uh, because of the state I was in, I guess it'd be really hard for me to actually feel known and loved. And it was less about the way that you did it and more about how I did or didn't could or couldn't receive it based on what I was feeling and going through. But when we got connected, we had sex at the end of that and it was I, I don't know, sex? objectively. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone was watching, <laughs> they'd be like, that was a five. The, yeah. They 4.5. Would, they wouldn't pay for it. So oh, Aaron, no, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, my little church girl is offended by that. Joke. I'm getting to like a good place here. So Sorry, I'll stop. Talking. No, it was, so it was like very, like there was nothing crazy or extra or whatever about it. And yet afterwards I was like, <sighs> I just felt great. 
I felt awesome. Because it wasn't about the sex. It was about the connection. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much my emotional state of being like, man, we just had great sex. Like sometimes it would be crazy and that's it fun no matter what. But if we're disconnected, I don't know that I could ever say like it was great sex because of mm. how much my emotions are tied to it that I didn't really realize. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't wasn't trying to downplay how, how like we had the worst boring sex ever and I felt great. That's not what I was trying to get at. I didn't feel I was that trying either. to make the contrast between, you know, there was no like we it weren't swinging yeah. from the ceilings or anything like that. <laughs> not that that's ever happened, but you know. <laughs> this has gotten a little I wonder if so Dave and Caitlin are actually sitting next to us watching us do it. We don't have an audience and I wonder if we've gotten more wild in our commentaries because It could be. It could be. Playing off their energy giggling at us. But I do like that. I feel like that was a breakthrough connection for you, not realizing yeah. it before. You've definitely never made that connection before. Now, what people don't know is Dave and Caitlin are our guests that we're going to be interviewing oh, yes. in just a minute. Um, and so... We're at their house in their bedroom, actually. In Connecticut. Yeah. The bedroom was the only place we could hide from all six of our children. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. So we're going to dive into that episode right now. Here you go. chose a filter that was the most narrow distraction so you're welcome is there a There's filter a that left. gets rid of dirty laundry it it's this filter <laughs> oh that is helpful yeah oh. good friendship right there i love it Sweet. okay we okay. have dave and caitlin wait on the podcast welcome guys yeah yeah Woo. we are currently sitting in their um bedroom in connecticut on their floor <laughs> Hiding from the horde of children. Right, you might need to hold it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Hiding from our horde of children yes. that are upstairs and we're and struggling to go to bed. Yeah. All six of them. It was. You, we, I feel like mm, probably once or twice a week I almost lose my salvation at bedtime. No <laughs> doubt. I feel like one of you are close tonight. I mean, I feel like if you don't come close, then you're not really being honest with yourself. Uh, <laughs> true. I just said to Aaron before you came down here, I was like. You have your routine for bedtime and everything with three kids, and then I've, all of a sudden everything doubles, and you're just like, okay, six kids. I, yeah. I was literally like our, our oldest. I'm like, you need to just go in your bedroom, and just we need to have less people here. Just yeah, <laughs> just go to bed. Because it's not double the work. It's like it's exponential amount, and I have a headache right now, and just I it was constant noise. It was yeah. just like no, 100%. never not noise. And I was like, man, I, I actually have no idea what silence it sounds like I can't remember. Do parents even know long. what silence sounds like? Oh. <laughs> oh, the joys of parenting. <laughs> Is his mic? It sounds a little low. Like he sounds the lowest to me. I agree. Am I talking? That's better. That's that better. better? Okay. Yeah. I fixed it. Are you the soft talker? <laughs> I, I'm not normally. <laughs> That's just true. like just, sexual. Just the juice me up a little bit. <laughs> Can you get me some chicken? It's a Seinfeld quote. <laughs> the soft talker. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we have been friends with the Waits for quite a few years. You lived in California with us, and we became family friends. So we came out, and we surprised Caitlin. Oh, yeah. It was such a surprise. I I thought she was mad we were there at first. (laughs) Because I actually gave Jenna a bit of an ultimatum about going to your birthday party. And I said, hey, just so you know. um, We, We should give context. Her birthday party was a trip to Florida. A tri- oh, I didn't actually. I don't think I knew that. And, right, and, for and, her all, and also contact. Yes, I was going to say it. It was. It it's was a my big. 40th. It's a big. Yeah. yeah. So, and I knew that was the case, but 
I was like, hey, you're going to have to disappoint me or Caitlin. And so she... she I went with the penis. I chose the penis. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, <laughs> the more tempting choice, I guess. Ooh la la. <laughs> Um, it's understandable so but actually real talk we had to like work through because it was just painful for for you and for me i felt sad felt a lot of shame oh tell me about how it was painful (laughs) i actually feel like people don't talk about real life adult pain as much because it's like just get over oh yeah because you shouldn't feel that because only kids should feel that but that's not not real Not and at all. I, I kind of gave them a little bit of heads up when we were planning Jenna to come out and surprise you. I was like, hey, listen, if Caitlin calls you or texts you, just dodge her call because <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a conversation coming. She's a little upset, but she just wants to work through it with you. And But yeah, I actually so. knew before you said it, I was like, when we talked initially, I was like, we'll probably have a follow up once I told her I couldn't come because I feel like those kind of things hit you in waves. It does. And the, my personality, too, is not one that's like, you tell me something right away and I need a minute to think about it and process how I actually feel and what is the most important feeling that I'm feeling. Because of course, when you get disappointed, you feel frustration, you feel hurt, you feel um, anger, you know, you feel all those emotions was like, okay, well, what was, what's like the main one that's like the hurt that, that I need to address. Cause it's like, yeah, cause I'm not going to like unload a dump truck of, all the things that I feel because I don't feel like that's necessarily useful. If I can work out in me what I think is the most hurtful or the most thing that I need to like move on, then mm. I feel like that's Would you say easier. anger is like a, if you feel hurt, it's the first response, but there's something softer below it? For me? Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't see you do anger much. I'm not, I'm not anger is not my go-to okay. um, with that emotion. Um, when I, it's funny, side note story, when I was trying to figure out what Enneagram number I was, Mm -hmm. I remember somebody saying to me when they were trying to like diagnose me, they're (laughs) like, so what's your relationship with anger? And I was like, none, (laughs) (laughs) non-existent. I don't, don't think I have that, (laughs) but it does make you think about it. So I think, I think my first emotion was more sad surprise and then probably dis- disappointment okay. sad yeah sad and then i was a little more frustrated because it yeah the implication of me came in financially affected the whole group because then right. it wasn't split seven ways it's not split oh, six ways right and that was the practical side of things which yeah. my wife is very practical when it comes to oh. those kind of things and she's a planner and so when you have her plan you know everything mm-hmm. all set and ready to go and then you kind of like throw a monkey wrench into it I, i'm like Okay, whatever. We'll 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 adjust. It's all good. When she's like, "Yeah, but what about this? And how it's going to affect this? And I how it's going to affect that?" that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, and it's cool because I feel like honestly, six is a nines need to yeah. stick together. <laughs> Our little triad. And <laughs> the last year, I've been working on getting to the place. I don't know, like probably a year ago, if. I had done this if this scenario had played out and then I heard your pain and frustration I would have done a shame spiral but I'm like as we're working through getting like being able to hear someone else's pain and then not go to like shame spiral just have make room for your pain and listen and let Mm -hmm. you have the pain because a lot of times it's either like my reaction almost like makes you then respond where it's like, oh, you just get to have your pain. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to fix me, nor do I need to get defensive. Like, you just can have your pain and I want to be a safe place to like hear it without 
making it about me right. on some level. And yeah. shout out to Jenna because I don't think you told anyone, either of them, that it was like me that gave you an ultimatum in that regard. Instead, you just said, hey, I need to make this decision for my family, which was great. Felt really good for me. And then later when I said, confess that it was my fault, like knowing that you hadn't said anything, that felt really good. So thank you for protecting me. It's funny because you say that, but really it feels powerful. Like I could have chosen, you know what I mean? It would have felt like I could have chosen to go, but like I chose you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here's the thing too, if... You had went to her party. You probably wouldn't be here this weekend. Yeah. And so I'm thinking 100%. to myself, like, this is way better anyways, because we get both of you and your kids well, you and like a surprise. <laughs> that is true. You had no idea how good it was. But it's, no, it it no, it's, it's I got true. the benefits of Florida the night you got back. That's, oh. that's true. Why don't you go, wow, wow. Hey, Actually, I kind of want to talk about that. It's a marriage that. podcast. Yes. <laughs> okay, why was it so great? I, I'm just saying the sex we had that night when you came home was was really good. It was Can awesome. I unpack it? What I heard you guys say earlier when we were, we were talking, I think it was before we got here, babe, we were having Chinese food and we were talking about it. And we were saying how like one of the things I admire about their marriage is that they, um, they are together. They're a unified front, but then they make space for each other to go pursue fun and then come mm-hmm. back together. But it's not tit for tat. Like I see a lot of people oh, yeah. be like, oh, it's my turn mm-hmm. or it's your turn. Mm-hmm. It's just this like they want each other to be the most alive and free because like I think Dave said something to the effect of like I wanted her to go to Florida because I knew she'd come back refreshed, peaceful and like we'd get a better like better version of Caitlin again. And then he said something to the effect of like the awesome sex we had the night <laughs> she got home. Like yeah. point in case. I think uh, I, we, I learned early on which was not something when we first got married that I did learn. I didn't know it right away. Let me rephrase that. Um, That it was okay for us to do things separately Mm. and to be able to have fun separately. But we also enjoyed being together, doing things together. Mm. So it was kind of having that healthy balance, but then also like not making him feel bad when he went to do something fun that he mm. enjoyed that brings him life. him for Correct. you having a sacrifice. Yeah, and then it's something that I even had to work through too because when we first got married, like I didn't have any hobbies and mm. didn't really do a whole lot. So it was, it was hard at first because I felt like he would go out and do stuff and then I would be like, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what did your brother-in-law say to you? Like, didn't he have like a com- come to Jesus about it with you? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, he, he was super... Uh, just helpful through that through that season of just being like it's okay for him to go and play video games or do whatever he wants to do with his friends disc because, golf yep disc, well it was that regular it was regular it was regular golf but it's okay for him to do those things and get a break from not negatively but a break from you because at the time we, we were working together so it was oh, yeah. oh, so you saw each other 24-7 legit 24-7 yeah. and yeah. just for context too so people listening to this our bro Caitlin's sister is married to who was our youth pastor at the time so he's like your mentor my youth yeah. pastor my spiritual father my mentor yeah so okay yeah yeah he had a lot of you know input into our lives and, and really helped us early on in our marriage oh, for with sure. a lot of because I think too when you get when you first get married Obviously not the case for everybody, but when you first get married, you think you have to spend every waking minute yeah. always together. And, that, and that's wrong. okay for a certain time, sure. for a certain season. But then I think it starts to feel smothering 
And I yeah. think it's important to have those relationships outside of your marriage because I do think it helps you learn and grow yeah. as individuals and as a couple. We would always say that like, if you don't have friendships outside of your spouse, just get ready for the codependent roller coaster of a lifetime absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah, they cannot be like our, our relationship needs is like a pie graph and your spouse is going to be like a decent piece of that pie but it's super easy to get there oh it's, yeah it's uh, it takes way more work to put yourself out there and mm-hmm. to make friends and have relationships with other people that are either friends or married friends you know because yeah. you can have both you can have you know i might have girlfriends that either aren't married or mm-hmm. Dave might not necessarily get along with our husband, it, uh, not uh, not in a bad way or whatever, yeah. you know, but it takes more work yeah. yes, to actually make those relationships outside of your marriage. Yeah, for sure. That's one of the things that I love about you guys when we first met you, because Caitlin became friends with Jenna first, and then I remember- Fun fact, she was one of my original Turbans for Tots customers. I think you yeah. bought one of oh, my- no way. I was second bow. I was her first local customer. No oh, way. Yeah, Is that right. for real? I think you were my second. Stop. I told you this. You yeah. told me- no, I'm sorry. Oh. The honest truth. So one, I think there was one more bow delivery. So you lied to me all these years. You keep remembering. I hadn't corrected you. Okay, so I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm okay. Now I am. It's I right. should have not corrected you on this podcast. Oh, you're the first done. important one because yes. absolutely a lasting friendship came yeah, after. See? Exactly. Yeah. You know what's so funny too about that friendship? I I just admire Caitlin because when you're at Bethel, there's like people all over the place, and you're like, that's the oh. church that Jenna and I mm-hmm. go to in Reading. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Ton, big church. Big yeah. church. Yeah. And so. There's kind of these like celebrity ministers, mm-hmm. I guess you we'd say, and, and you'd want to like, oh, I want to go rub shoulders with that person or that person. And, and Caitlin was like, hey, I bought bows from this girl and she's super cool. And I just want to become friends with her. That's like, that was her attitude. Aww. And I was like, wait, that girl that w- that did the video announcements? She was like, yeah, she's so cool. I just want to become, and I'm like, and that's literally, she would go buy bows from you just so she could like well, see you and talk to you. And <laughs> not in a she weird way. Stop. A, no, not, I, sorry. Like I didn't, I didn't make that. That made it yeah. sound like I was like a stalker. Well, I mean, sort I didn't of. Think no, so. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> honestly, if you're just looking, for, if you're looking for a reason to connect. And like, yeah, that I felt would be... supported by you. Good. I think you were supporting me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was. And then, the, the, and then yeah. the first time that I met you was at your, I think. Was it hundred K oh, party yeah. or something so my, like that? When my oh, wow. Etsy yeah. shop made a hundred thousand in revenue the first year, I threw a hundred K party. Yeah, yeah. And I was forgot about that. And the so, anyways, circling all the way back around, like there there are relationships that you have with people where you're like the husbands really get along, but the wives are kind of yeah, not yeah. so much or whatever. Or vice versa. And so I just love the fact that like you two get along, Aaron yeah. and I get along, and we can all just hang out together. So mm-hmm. true. It's, it's really fun. It is a unique relationship. Because That's one of the reasons it was worth coming across taking that darn red eye. <laughs> Wesley had three night terrors. Like Ugh. people, if you don't know what a night terror is, it's like an uncontrollable tantrum that they don't, they're not awake. So you can't use your normal parenting tactics because they're literally yeah. not awake. Like I was putting water in it, like all the things don't. Trying to wake, wake him up. Yeah. His yeah. like eyes are rolling back in his head. He, for one of the four hour flights, there was, it was me or me, Wesley, and then a stranger, he truly kicked the stranger almost three of the hours. And it was me redirecting his feet constantly, but then he that would wake him up and he'd wail. So the finally the guy was like, I would choose him kicking me over him screaming. I was like, okay, me oh, too. So great. That sounds so <laughs> oh miserable. Oh, was, and then... Sorry. To top it all off, when you landed in Connecticut, it's like torrential downpouring and you're Oh, and it caused an, an accident you... yeah. in the rental car thing. I actually pulled up because I get it, couldn't get my truck and the shuttle tried to go around me and just nailed the car. Like, so to avoid me, they just hit 
the, a rental car. <laughs> then so, I got t- blocked so in. So glad it that was. wasn't actually made to be your fault. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. I was like, I just pulled back in. I was like, maybe no one will know. <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't. It's all worth it. But it was all that to say. It really totally was. Yeah, it is interesting how I always say that I think it's harder to find a whole family couple than a one-on-one because like mm-hmm. husbands and wives have to click and then vice versa and then your kids yeah because even mm-hmm. if your kids are slightly different age demographic what your kids want to do is different than ours but yeah. ours line up really well mm-hmm. so we yeah. went to a yeah. moonshine <laughs> tasting this afternoon and you're because their oldest like played so kindly with our little oh, and then our middle oh it was like built in it was magic yeah. and our, we our youngest daughter is was like little best friends with their oldest daughter yeah. in California. And so it was really fun. We surprised them on Friday when we picked up Emsley from school and she cried. Audrey was, was there. She it was did. so cute. So cute. It was so cute. Actually I was thinking about it and I was like, I hope they remember this as like their parents prioritized friendship. Mm. And it's something like an attribute that they take and like oh what's the word? Foster in their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing my dad did a lot is he would like he told me that if he believed in one of my friendships, he would go out of his way and he drove us. He would, one of our friends moved away in middle school and there's three of us little best friends and he would drive us every like six months. It was a seven hour drive. Wow. All three little That's girls long. to go spend the night, the long weekend and drive back. And it, mm. I feel that, like I remember mm. that and I was like, oh, I want to, I want to give them that too. Wow. So that's good. that's one of the things that my parents modeled really well for me was having healthy friendships with, mm. with other families. And I can I can remember like my mom's best friend and like she would go out of her way to like just spend time with her and do different things with her. But then there was other couples from our church, like our whole families. We would go to like Hampton Beach and we would rent a house next to each other and like our whole oh, families God, would just fun. go to the beach for the week and you know, stuff like that. And so that's one of the things that I, I recognize like I remember that as a kid. And so I wanna make sure that we're modeling that to our kids as well as like it's important to have you don't have to have a million Facebook friends, but you need to have a core group of friends, people that are yeah. you're just really tight with and close with and you can do life with and have fun with. So It's so interesting, good. though, it's as important. you're saying, though, the older you get, it costs more. You oh, know, because the busyness is scheduled literally five tickets versus one airplane ticket. Okay. Like, But it's I think that's how people lose friendship as they get older. You know, mm-hmm. like 50, totally. 60 year old people have way less friends often than yeah. like when you're in yeah. your 20s. And it's like, oh, because you have to. It costs more. You have to prioritize it. There's other yeah, things. I think even just our season when living in California for you know over five years, we just built those friendships that for us, it felt like it was worth making those investments in years to come. Like mm-hmm. two years ago, we surprised our kids and went to California on Christmas Day. Oh, you know, yeah. and we surprised them, and that was like they will never forget that trip. Um, and then Evan was able to go visit friends in texas this summer he flew by himself for the first time oh as, a, as a 13 year old yeah mm-hmm. yeah so like you know i think that those are those are things that they remember yeah. and are important to them and so as parents hoping that we can cultivate and show them what it is to make friends be a friend mm. and how to keep friendships i think is yeah. and and even like with you guys like we would try to plan our because my parents live in Myrtle oh, Beach. Yeah. So we would drive down there and like, hey, when are the Zins going to be in the Outer Banks? Right. So that we can... At you least know, just see them for a day. Yeah, it, yeah. it would be like, hey, this is three hours out of our way At as least. a detour, but we get to spend half a day with you guys. And to me, I'm like, 
that's 100% worth it because mm-hmm. yeah. we're that yeah. close. Like, let's just make it happen. Multiple years. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did that. that was you guys did overnights to get there sometimes because the mm-hmm. timing would just not work otherwise. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I feel a lot of affection for y'all right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but affection's so not a warm word, but I'm like, you know what I mean? Warm and fuzzy. That's mm-hmm. what I feel. So, how long have you guys been married? 18 years. 18. That's like it was old August was 18 status. years. It is. That's what happens. In high school. We, we That's what babies. happens when you bur- both turn 40 this year. Whoa. Both turn 40. So mm-hmm. big milestone. Over the hill. Over, she, ooh, over she the hill. She was 21 and I had just turned 22. And we were by babies. A couple weeks. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And babies. you have three kids. Yeah. 13, 11, and seven? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys were first getting to know each other, what is it, both of you, I want to answer the question, but separately, that attracted yourselves? <laughs> I always mess with the word. Dave, what attracted you initially to Caitlin? I'm going to go. We'll just do one at a time. Smart. Because I can't say the I words. I mean, have you seen her? She's <laughs> <laughs> banging. She's so hot. Like, Aaron, seriously? don't comment on this. I was, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and I got to just brag on my wife a little bit. Like, as she's getting older, she's... You know, I know husbands are supposed to say that, but she's like a fine wine. She just like keeps getting better. And like, listen, people look at you and they're like, oh my God, like you're 40. You're like, you look so good. So anyway, but obviously her looks, but one of the things I think that's important to guys, and I don't know if they would actually verbalize this or like if if they want to enter into a serious long-term relationship and think like, okay, I could have, I could have a family with this person. So her nieces and nephews, you know, her sister, I said mm-hmm. her brother-in-law was our, our youth pastor. And I would see her because their kids were around the youth ministry and stuff like that. And I would see her just taking care of her nieces and nephews so well. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's just one of those things as a guy, you look at that, you're like, she's going to be a really good mom. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, she's not going to flake out. She's responsible. Like, her, her nieces and nephews love her. And, you know, she would babysit for them all the time. And then as we were starting to date and stuff, we would do stuff with them, mm. you know, and it was just, it was just really cool. Even before we, we were married and before we had kids, we would have them over to our house for like fun sleepovers and like yeah. go sledding and, you know, things like that. And I would just see her. I'm just like, she's going to be an awesome mom. And it, obviously she is. So it, it turned out uh, yeah, yeah, to be true. Oh, that's yeah. so great. Because she could have lost all those looks. All right, come on, baby. <laughs> lay down, lay down. <laughs> what do you got for me? Now? Are you words of affirmation, Dave? Yeah. Oh, well, right. oh, well, physical touch. Just give me some physical touch and then some words of affirmation and then a lot more physical touch. <laughs> yeah. And physical touch is not my... No, it's not. It's, so it's, <laughs> it's not it's my hard. go-to. So it it How is it so many men? Is it? Do you guys think it's actually part of like the Listen, DNA of... I know. Our Please. youngest... Emily, she's a physical 100%. touch. 100%. Oh. Yeah. yeah. She's she our cuddler. Yep. She's our snuggler. She's tickle me, hug me. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you know Rosie's like yeah, that too, true. so. I wonder, okay, let's it remember might this. I know. See when they're growing I, up. I was just going to say, too. I wonder if it'll yeah. change, if it'll change maybe. as they get older. We'll yeah. See. Okay, so go on. Okay, so I think, I think probably one of the things that most attracted to me, me to Dave when we were because we met obviously like in youth group. So we were in high school and stuff um, was his personality. And I don't mean that in a negative way, obviously <laughs> I'm like, yes, he's a good looking man. So that's fine. But we are really similar in a lot of ways. Um, and so we were able to 
become fast friends. Mm -hmm. So we were able to build that friendship really quickly because um, he had, you know, made me laugh, was really you know, really kind, really sweet. But then we would also have just long conversations about serious stuff and not, which is kind of, kind of still kind of how we are. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, so just even being able to become really good friends, I think really kind of laid the foundation for our relationship. Yeah. Early on. We knew how to have fun. We did. We had, we did a lot of fun things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the seven in him. Yeah. Dave is, I forgot you were a seven into this trip. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're the same person. <laughs> yeah. do, you guys, do you guys want to hear a really funny story about a date that we had? One oh, time? yeah. So again, the seven in me is like, hey, let's let's have a fun adventure date. Like, let's do something. So there's this beautiful park that overlooks, oh, <laughs> overlooks uh, Hartford, which is the capital city of uh, Connecticut. And so I got this nice picnic basket. And he was trying to be all romantic. I, it was so cute. I put food in there yeah. and drinks and the whole thing. Got this blanket. And so we went out into this field to overlook the whole city. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling these like little bugs on us. These things called Japanese beetles. Do you guys oh, know No, those? I've never heard of that. Out here, they're super annoying. Oftentimes, you see them like in your swimming pool and stuff like that. But like, I'm like, oh, that's annoying. Literally within a minute, we are swarmed by them. It's like a they're, plague. They're just like a plague, like Uh-oh. landing on it. We're like, what the heck is going on? And so we packed we up. Like, we gotta go. And we like moved to <laughs> another spot. Like, let's try again. And they came back again. I was like, God oh, dang it. I was like, sucks. this sucks. <laughs> so we had to just leave because we got swarmed by these bugs. Wow, it was a plague. <laughs> <laughs> it was like A for effort, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I tried. I tried. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. I just was thinking of this. How do you guys, And because you're very much in our season, you're busy, you have young kids, you obviously like each other. How do you keep it spicy in the bed? Like, what's your sex? Do you guys, Ooh. is it so often? Like, I'm not looking for ideas. What? <laughs> I'm farming and ideas from you It's y'all. okay if if yeah. the answer isn't like, if, if it's not spicy, but, you know, just obviously you had great sex when she got back. Oh, do you want me to talk? Yeah, go how ahead. Do you keep okay. it spi- kind of, how do you keep it spicy? But then that felt higher stakes. What does it even look like? Like, do you guys, does you remember on, on a regular basis? Usually. No. <laughs> I did say, what does it look like, didn't I? Okay. Yeah. I meant more like, I don't know. At some points, we've had alarms in our phone. You know, like all the things. Not we. You... I never needed I an did. alarm. Yep. <laughs> Jenna Your just had to look at me sideways. And I was like, yep, we're on. We're no, ready. Every morning I changed. He's like, I'm ready. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you guys do this or not. But like this was something that somebody, my, my small group leader in, in men's group in California challenged me with. Like, because like, they're like, you know, how do you initiate sex? And I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I just start snuggling with her in bed and spooning with her. And then one thing leads to another. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, have you ever thought about like just scheduling it and putting it on the calendar? And that was like such a foreign concept to me. And I'm like, because mm. I'm so spontaneous and, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, no, that doesn't work for me. So it sounds horrible. Yeah. I, I'm like, no. So for me, it's, it's, I think I'm probably the one who's a little bit more. I don't know, what's the word? Voracious. <laughs> you know, I would be more like, hey, let's let's try something new. Let's try this. And, you know, there's obviously those times where it's just like, okay, we're just going to have sex for have sex because yeah. it's, you know, that's what we're going to do. We but have then, this much window of time. Yeah. 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 But then there's other times where I'm like, you know, it's the middle of the day and nobody's home and we work from home sometimes. I'm oh. like, hey, babe, like, 
let's just go, you know? And, and so, Babe, incentive to quit your nine to five. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, hey, we got to go pick up the girls in a little bit, but we have some time, you know? But I, I think I would probably be the one that would try to be a little bit more spontaneous. And, sure. You know, but again, the, the side of me that's the, um, you know, physical touch type person you know, she'll be doing dishes and I'll come put my arms around her. She's, okay, listen. Okay, enough. Like, no, no. She's like, she's like, no, this is not happening right now. I'm like, well, because the way that I am right, is I'm like a right. one track mind. So I'm, and yeah. so it takes me out of my, out of my, I don't want to say my comfort zone because I don't. But it takes you out of what you're doing. Exactly. And I'm zone. like, because I do like when he hugs me and stuff. But when I'm like in the mode of like, cleaning the kitchen and doing the dishes and I'm like, yeah. you, you get like narrow vision. And yeah. so it's probably a, a fault that I need to, it's okay well, to like put the stuff smart. down for a second. Sure, you know sure. what I mean? Like, sure. why like, not? Right? Why aren't you ready to go every? <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, he's being sassy, people. Yes, he is <laughs> very much so. It is interesting because with us, we've had a little bit of like that, like ready to go. But sometimes, like, he's not aware. I think as moms too, like we have this timeline of oh, but I know that she has this tomorrow and this tomorrow and this tomorrow. And if I don't do these next things in forty the forty five minutes, then. Like it's going to cost me way late into the night. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I was going to say more is the point of I'm like, hey, let me know. Like, hey, like mm. earlier in the day too. So then I can move things around because it's almost like a last minute. Like it's almost like a compromise. Like, OK, let me know. And like, hey, I'd be really excited. I'd be like, OK, yes. So then I know to do things earlier or make time. So it doesn't feel like I don't know. Sometimes, honestly, I could almost feel like a little not bitter, but like. He derailed my point, my time yeah, line yeah. frame. Well, but I'm I mean, like, oh, I can make room for it. That's a female versus male thing, anyways. Mm-hmm. Is that females need you guys need more like men- mental, emotional connection, but also like getting in the frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Like some Jenna would put a pillow on her face sometimes. Sometimes to concentrate because I'd be thinking about the grocery list. Yeah, <laughs> it would like literally help me focus, and then I would totally. take it off if I could. Yeah, but yeah. if my eyes would, if I, I even had my eyes open, I'd be like looking at his hair. I'm like, oh, he's hair good. Have I scheduled that recently? <laughs> And then I would ask oh, him, and he'd be awesome. like, "Yeah, you just killed the mood. Please don't talk about my haircut right now." I'm like, okay, wow. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you haven't done that in a long time, which I appreciate. But one of, one of the things too that has, I think, benefited us, and we don't do this like a ton, but one of the great things about the friend group we had in California, and then even here with family and support, is like taking those like even twenty four hour overnight breaks somewhere, mm-hmm. where it just takes you out of your house mm-hmm. and out of your routine and it's like let's just go have dinner and we can stay overnight somewhere and like you know that's just going to be kind of like a fun romantic getaway and i'm um, like or it if budget doesn't allow it you can stay at your house and you just have your kids just have your there. kids yeah. go somewhere else like mm-hmm. you know there's definitely options and i think that uh parents can definitely get stuck in that rut of not feeling like they can leave their kids for any period of time or you guys swapped because back in California money wasn't flowing from the Mm-mm. chains I don't know what that means from the where? <laughs> from, I the mean, chains. from the chains yeah. I mean it's not flowing right now really either but <laughs> no chains we're right doing now. better than California flowing but you guys chains. got Let's creative like that that phrase. Phrase. I'm still stuck in that still you guys just get, we're past that we're past that <laughs> I'm like chains as in like a job what profession so uses you guys chains? used to swap with people though yeah. because they yeah. like so that you could get away you prioritize really it that much that you're like it's worth it mm-hmm. if we have to be creative yeah. yeah and there's and there's but i learned but we learned that from you oh nice. doing the doing the dating swapping oh, yeah. like doing the date night swap where 
two couples always got to go out and one couple watched we should all talk the about kids. It, yes let's, we yeah. had three couples yeah and we had um it was every other weekend because we felt like every week was too much and one weekend we'd have all the kids so we'd have nine kids mm-hmm. but we just did three hours because we knew we could handle it for three hours beyond that it'd be too crazy mm-hmm. we fed them dinner it was like a yep. 5 p.m drop off so that everyone was done by eight so the kids wouldn't be melting down and losing their minds mm-hmm. but then you'd get two free date nights for the price of just one watching the kids yep. and then our kids like still talk about it yeah, they thought they it was like a kid party. It. Well, for sure. Yeah. It was so much better than a babysitter and not just because it was free. And, yeah, there and was a lot nights of... it was like you're out on a date by yourself and other times we would double date with our right. friends and oh, just right, have fun. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was it was great. I loved that. But I also wish we having did that it, here, but... Making it a regular made us not... Ca- like had way more date nights then than we do so now. So true. Yeah. yeah. And then you get into the season of life that we're in now where you can start to leave your kids home. Oh, that's by gosh. themselves for a, a couple of hours. Whole new place of freedom. It's, right there. it's very weird, um, but very cool. Do you guys do more dates now that you can leave your kids home? Probably. We need to do it more too. You do more but dates. you know what? You know what's hard too sometimes though is that because our our schedules are so flexible right now, it feels like we're oh, like connecting and sense. home and talking often. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So. It's not like it's it's good. And it's great to have that because you're just more connected, right? Yeah. So we're not getting to like critical mass where it's like we, we need don't to, need to go out need and get to coffee. Go, we need to connect. Like dinner. we're feeling very disconnected. Like and and a lot of what we do, we have really good friends that live right behind our house, and so it'll be like kids are going to bed. Hey, we're gonna go hop the fence and hang out with our friends and and just chill with them for a little they bit. They literally, literally have a ladder the over yeah from one yard to the ladder other. That, that goes over the fence. One of those little giants. It's perfect. Yeah. I have a question. When you guys started working from home and you were around each other so much, was were there challenges? Like, did you, I mean, like, frankly, did you get on each other's nerves more or did you have to figure out a workflow or did you need more space than you had in the past? Like, or no, has it just been crazy? Sometimes, sometimes when Dave will be like, so what do you have going on today? And I'm like, none of your business. I'm working. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> You know, f- for me, I was working, doing an online sales job right when we got back from California. And it was an adjustment because the guys that I worked for were were pretty much like um, results-based. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like, they knew I had kids and like I was working West Coast hours on the East Coast. And so I would like start my day at noon, but then I'd have to go a little bit later. But they're also like flexible with like, hey, I know you're having dinner. I know you're a family guy. You're putting your kids to bed. So they were cool with that. But when you have all this freedom, you really have to kind of rein yourself in and be pretty disciplined in what you're doing because it's very easy to be like, oh, they don't care. So I'm just, I'm not going to pay attention to my emails for this hour, you know, the leads that come in or whatever. And so um, that was challenging, you know, and and I don't know if I necessarily love that. Again, working from home, doing online sales, I'd rather be like around people and like working with teams and like yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, but there's no tension between y'all in it in the transition. I'm not too bad. I don't think so. No. I feel like we would have tension. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry to do that. I'm not Just, sure that would work. I, mean, I think it. I think we could get we there. We could get there. Don't, that's don't no. That's true. I don't think it would work in, in immediately. Smoothly. Yes, it wouldn't work smoothly. I think you would need boundaries. I guess too, you don't work with each other. Correct. I think we no, would yeah. probably work with each other in this yeah. next phase. Just when any, we go. anything that we've thought of, we're like, it'd probably have to involve both of us. And there are times like saying that we work from home is like, you know, um, 
in real estate. So there are times when I'm not home sure. know, for yeah. hours at a time, you know? So it's not necessarily that I'm like here all the time. I, my schedule is just very flexible. And so, so yeah, I mean, it definitely is an adjustment and sometimes as good as it is that we are able to talk and communicate. Sometimes I'm like, okay, we've been together like a lot. I'm going to go like, do something that makes sense. okay yeah so it's funny because of the questions i've asked i was expecting like the sex is like maybe something to dig deeper but you guys are pretty but that's true of you you're pretty even keel and that you're <laughs> that's true marriage yeah. doesn't have a lot of drama so i'm gonna i was like i'm gonna more blatantly ask what is the most pain or recent painful thing that you guys have worked out in your marriage it doesn't have to be like death content, but like, what was the last painful conversation you had? Is that a thing? Do I say it right? It's not death. Oh, it's death, defcon, death. Like they can't hear. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that either. Oh. It just sounds like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, laugh at Jennifer. People are crying woof all over the place. <laughs> okay, I say woof, woof oh, instead of woof. Chain, oh, the boy who cried woof. woof. Yeah, we're we're all like woof woof woof. woof. <laughs> And I just don't care enough to be like slow down for the details. Thanks for being the punching bag. I just don't care enough. <laughs> so, what does conflict actually look for you? Look like for you guys? How do you know that you are like stepping into it, stepping into that territory? Um, Dave has gotten a lot better. He's grown a lot, but again, we've we've been married obviously for eighteen years, but for some time they he would definitely be the type of personality where it would be like um stuff would just build up and then it would be like you'd be more prone to suppressing correct it away yeah yeah so he would you know if there was something that i did or it it could be like i did some stuff but then other stuff was now adding to it and so the added pressure of everything i would then get the brunt of it Mm. and it would be like an explosion factor and i'd be like whoa let's like back that train up like I was just listening recently to this this woman who came to our church and and did this teaching. But have you ever heard of like when when it comes to conflict resolution, you either like attack, avoid, or appease? Yeah. Have you heard those three? And mm-hmm. so like it really rang true for me. I didn't necessarily know how to address conflict in a healthy way. And when she was talking about this, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm totally an avoider. I'm I'm just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, that wasn't. I mean, that was bad and it hurt me and. But you know what? Like, well, let's just give it time. We don't need to talk about it. it. It it'll go away. And again, I would say to myself, "Yeah, that's just going to go away." But really, it's stuffed down in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, she would do something else that would like get me upset, and I could like pull that out and like, "Yeah, but you remember this?" And she's like, "It was like three months ago. Like, what are we talking about?" You know? Right. Um. But that was just kind of my default to just pack things away, and so. My brother-in-law really has helped me through the years with that is, you know, his, the thing that he says is you always want to keep short accounts, mm-hmm. you know, like don't let things go. If it, if it bothers you, let's just talk about it. And if it's, if it turns into an argument, which for us, it doesn't always, but it does turn. We into, definitely have disagreements. Yeah, we, we've had, we've had we're our not, arguments and stuff, but we're not. We're not yellers. No. Do you guys get? Sh- I feel like you get short with each other. I think yes, I've seen it. Before. I do. Okay. I was actually yeah. thinking of it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we I can see we've you. We've been Caitlin, good enough get short. friends enough <laughs> that I think I've seen it before. I was like, I think she's mad right now. Or not annoyed. How about that? Annoyed, probably. What does it look like for you, Dave, when you would reach that limit? Uh, 
I I would probably be the one because I don't want to blow up and I don't want to be a yeller or anything like that. I I never saw that growing up to my with my parents or anything like that. So I would be the one that would just be like shut down and walk away. Like, okay, I'm not I'm not doing this right now. And again, that's not healthy because you're avoiding it. You're not actually yeah. you know work, working and out what's going on. And as we can tell, on. it doesn't go anywhere but inside mm-hmm. of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I like to try to think that I'm the type of person that if like something's bothering me, I'm going to try to address it within a couple of days at least, if it's not immediate, depending on what what it is. So for him to have stuff that he's buried down and then to have it explode on me, we would have conversations about how that's not really fair for me to get unloaded on with all the things that you're dealing with. And like I said before, not all of it is even necessarily pointed at me it could be other life frustrations or other things that he is working through but because it was me that tipped the seesaw in my favor Mm -hmm. i got what was on the other end so yeah Yeah. and i want to make sure that she doesn't get the brunt of like a a frustration that i'm having from somewhere else you know in life obviously that's that's important but yeah I, i think we do a pretty good job of like hey listen when you said this this is you know, this is how I perceived it. Is that what you meant? And and just kind of talking back and forth through mm-hmm. like, listen, like that that was just really annoying the way you did that or that was, you know, it, it didn't land well with me the way that you said that. And so we we do a pretty good job of just and it's funny when we have those things. When we have those disagreements or arguments even like in front of our kids, they'll be like, What like what's going on right now? Like what are you guys doing? Like it's weird for them. A little bit. Because okay. they're like What's and they're like, it's okay. I'm like, we're working through it. We're just having a conversation, like, because that's not something that was necessarily modeled for me either. Like mm-hmm. as a kid, you know, it wasn't that I was, yeah, saw like super healthy, healthy conflict resolution. Yeah, so. I, I don't, I don't do conflict well. Like I, it's funny because I've seen people in my life that have modeled like when conflict comes up, they're just going guns blazing straight in and and like. You know, they can shoot from the hip. And, you know, for me, I'm like, I really have to think through what I want to say and like mm. process through it before I like just say something because I don't want to, you know, say the wrong thing or whatever. And so, uh, yeah, for, for me, it's been one of those things that I've really had to like learn how to lean into like doing comp because it's important. Yeah. Like, oh, conflict man. is just part of life. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's just part of, yeah. you know, it's, it's unavoidable. You know, friction has to happen. But for me, for so long, it was just like, ah, I don't like the way that feels. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just, mm-hmm. just going to avoid that, you know? Mm-hmm. And now I'm learning more and more to like, hey, let's keep those short accounts. Like, okay, this is what I saw happen. This is what happened, you know, whatever. It, it didn't feel good, whatever. Like, what was your, what was your thought process in that? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. That's not what I meant. I'm sorry. Let's, let's move on. You know, let's work through, you know, that kind of thing. And so I do remember when we started talking about even our birthdays this year and we had planned the Dave had had an idea about what we wanted to do for his birthday. And I was like, you know, like I was like, you know, our 40th birthdays are coming up. We need to kind of talk about, you know, what it is that we're going to do. And I have said for forever that for my 40th, I wanted to be on the beach with my girlfriends. Like that was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So when we started talking about what Dave wanted to do, he would make a comment like, well, I already know what you want to do because you want to go to the beach with your girlfriends <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a way that was like not including him. Oh, okay. And so I was like, it's not that I don't want to spend my birthday with you, but I just always had this yeah. 
thing about what I wanted to do. So that was definitely something that we had to... Did you feel like... Actually, I'd like to unpack it. Did you feel excluded? Did you feel like bummed she didn't want to be or is it just fomo is it pure seven FOMO? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like <laughs> i so think wait, it you, might be a little fomo yeah, a little actually <laughs> so wait you just want to go and have fun with your friends without me like <laughs> i'm good at fun heck? yeah yeah exactly no like yeah like i would have loved it if we had a whole bunch of like couples that all went together and hung out but again like she wanted to be with her girlfriend so i get that so it's 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 fine i, I would she, be like we were supposed to do for your birthday, but I know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we won't talk about that. That's another story for it's another, another story. But it was out of your hands that yours got canceled. Absolutely, it was. Yeah, yeah. a lot of just <laughs> weird circumstances with with some of my friends. So we just won't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, totally. You can edit that out. You know what I just realized is if you went to Caitlin's birthday, you would have a tattoo right now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, maybe You'd be my little old. sister didn't do it. I don't get, oh, I didn't realize. I can't do peer did. pressure. Um, I'm a pretty strong internal. Uh, sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% subjectable to peer pressure. <laughs> well, your subtype is, uh, what's social. it called? Social and mind self-preservation. Oh, that opposite. makes so much sense. <laughs> um, you know what's cool? I was, just, I was thinking about you guys and not having a ton of conflict or like that's not something I would mark in your relationship at all. But I realized I was like, as I was thinking about your marriage, you guys, I don't think I've ever heard like because we're good friends and have logged a lot of hours together. I don't think I've heard either of you say or complain about each other, which I was like, I don't That's know. True. That is pretty. I could rare. say that about. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, you guys really have like you truly admire each. And I'm like, you're honest. Like I know what you think about <laughs> lots of things. Yeah. So it's not like an absence of that, you know. Um. So it's cool. I was like, there's like a real healthy level. Like you guys really respect admire and like each other and i think that is a large element in addition to like working on conflict resolution like so you do it well is why you don't have a ton of conflict because you go in when you disagree with that being the primary like way that you attack your i would say tension let's call it tensions and then Mm -hmm. to to get a compromise and solution that works for both of you because you want that you're both for each other Mm -hmm. like that's what you go into stuff being for each other not self-protection and to be honest even when we were first married and I, I think this is when it's so important to surround yourself with people that just make you better and that you like to be around, but are also very healthy because we were not around a lot of people and still aren't that speak really negatively about their spouses. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just not something that we were really a part of even wow. prior to moving. And, you know, we just weren't around a lot of couples that would complain about their spouses. So it was never like a model to us, you know, but modeled obviously in, yeah. in, in a negative way. Um, it's so. interesting now, because especially like women will process, I hear like a lot of Christian process about their husband's pain or whatever. And it mm-hmm. literally just stirs up. It's a point like I felt convicted about it. I'm like, oh, I'm actually just stirring up my own bitterness now well, how like this you, is just <laughs> stirring the pot the, how would you say what would you say is the difference between processing like healthy processing so you can get the stuff out versus just you know like bitching about them or that's something. a great mm-hmm. question uh, to i've me, actually had that Jesus thought thing. myself do you have an answer i have thought about it a lot because i'm like at what point does it get to be like um processing and sharing your heart and, and wanting stir- input yeah, versus or versus bitterness. right or mm-hmm. just stirring up like talking about someone without yeah. you know but i guess if the point is to talk about it to then go back to the person mm. you're including them in your process but it's definitely something that i've thought a lot about too for me i have certain people that i know won't that 
like you and are for you. They won't commiserate with the negative aspects of what you're yep. saying. And then also too, I usually have a question. By the time I go to someone else, I'm like, is this like in me? Am I just seeing this totally wrong? So even actually for Caitlin's birthday, when you were on the fence, like I didn't talk to them about it right, because right. I knew that, that that would feel like bitterness or stirring yeah. up like that. So Throwing I went to friends yeah, who I know travel less than me. And I was like, hey, like, am I... Like, is this a fair request from him? Like, and is this, or am I not seeing this? Like, how do you perceive this perspective? And then I went off of their advice, actually. Like, Mm. versus, no, I can't believe Aaron would, you know. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask is because I... I do complain about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but not to anyone I ever hear about. So no, but the way I think, and I, I guess the way I would answer my question is sometimes I think I have an understanding with my guys. Like we're, we're there for my marriage and they're, they're for our relationship. And so, uh, and they're also for me like mm-hmm. being healthy because they know that that contributes to it. So sometimes I go to them and I just complain and I, and we're all aware Aaron's just going to complain for a a bit so he can like vent some of that stuff. And then they're going to go like, okay, yeah, that sounds painful. They'll empathize for a second and then they'll get asked the questions that get beneath that stuff. Yeah. Like what's actually going on here? Because we know Jenna's not all the things that you're feeling (laughs) at this moment. And I'm aware of that too. And it's just... I actually feel like it's different than you said complaining. I think they're listening to what they hear is your pain. Yeah, that's true. Because it doesn't I do, change the, how they see me. See me, because all the guys that I know that you like, when you have pain, you go to really like and respect me. Mm-hmm. So I think what they're hearing is your pain and not my character flaws on some mm-hmm. level. You know, like yeah. it's not adding mm-hmm. to. And even actually, if I hear me. a friend who I don't like his wife, and he's compl- and he's complaining. I still I know that it's so unhelpful to just jump on the bandwagon of like, yeah, she does suck. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how is that helpful at all? You know, and so I think Danny Silk said this one time that kind of impact that really impacted me. He's like, when you find out you're at least 51% of the problem, you should be rejoicing. <laughs> when you find out you're like 90% of the problem, you should have tons of joy because that means you're in control of the solution. Mm. When the mm. other person is more of the problem, you're screwed. Yeah. Because you cannot change that. And I was like, oh, oh okay. I want to be the problem then. So that's when I when I have friends who are good at pointing out my side of the problem, then I have friends who are helping me actually fix something. Cause, yeah, which I think know, is... Yeah. It's massive. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the things that I, I so appreciate about my wife is that she really says what she means and like she just says it, you know? Mm. So it's not one of those things where I, I find myself often like, you know, having to dig like, you know, what's going on? Are you okay? What's the deal? Yeah. Like if she's going through something, she'll just, yeah, I just had a conversation with so-so and this was just like, and and she'll just say how it made her feel and what's going on. And sometimes it's just, she wants to talk about it. Sometimes it's like, I can try to, you know, lend a piece of advice if, if possible. But the great thing about her is like, you know, I, I think we work through some of our stuff so well because she's so forthcoming and just, says what's on her mind and says what's yeah. on her heart and she's like she's so strong and so powerful like she says stuff even like conflict like with her family members and stuff where i'm like <laughs> i'm like dang i'm like you said that i'm like i heard you say that i don't know if i would have said that to my family member but like she's like you know listen i don't even care because you know that's that's just the deal it's it's awesome i've seen yeah. it you know yeah. 
That's true. And that is part of it. You guys aren't, I was thinking about the lack of complaining. You're not victims. When like attention or pain That's arrives, big. you own your own portion of it and actually mm-hmm. want to deal with your, so you're not looking for someone to be like, yep, Dave's the problem. You're like, or like, commiserate with me like it is day like no no and i think that's good too because i actually went through something work-wise where it was a big a big to do and i went to a lot of different people and was like hey listen do i have a blind spot here am i missing something here this is what i was told that you know and i think it's good to have people in your life that you can Who bounce actually those. tell you yeah because i and i taught multiple people i'm like this is the situation like tell me i'm wrong if i'm wrong I'll eat some humble pie, right? Yeah. I'll I'll move on. I'll I made a mistake, whatever. But and I think it's so important to be able to even receive that feedback because I yeah. I want to ask because I don't want to assume that I'm always right. That's not very fun. I think that. the difference is though you actually are willing to hear it. Where I hear yeah. I have other people be like, "Am I wrong?" I'm like, "You don't actually want me to tell you. You yeah. just want me to say oh, you're right, yeah. right?" <laughs> but you actually are open, people. yeah. Because yeah. you say the things to your people, you can hear. You know, like yeah. Anyways, go on. Yeah. yeah, that, no, that was a really, for what, three months? That was real painful. Like, it wasn't a conflict in our marriage, but it got to the point where I'm like, this, spilling is, over. this is really affecting not just our relationship, but our family. And mm. it, it really started to make me mad. Wow. And she handled it like an absolute champ. And I, and I love the fact that, you know, the, you know, the whole idea that there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors, like, she wasn't just like processing through it and doing whatever, like... She was getting legal counsel. She was getting spiritual counsel. She was talking to her girlfriends, you know, and just like worked through it. Like, awesome. Nice job, Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Really well done. That's what happens when you're a six. You have to see worst case scenario (laughs) and you have to see it from all different angles. There was one night. Actually, here's a point of conflict that we had. Like, so. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it just came to you. Yeah. This person. Um wrote an email to Kate that was really not like just really slanderous, Mm. you know, about her, who she is and who I know she is. And I got so mad that I wanted to like, I I was like ready to go crazy. And she kind of had to like talk me off the ledge and we kind of got into it a little bit because I was so upset and I came down here. Well, because I needed to, uh, he needed to like, I was like, this is a work thing. Yeah, you yeah, can't and I was let it ready, be a you thing. I was it's ready not to jump in the you. middle of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you back right. me up against the corner and like you say stuff about my wife. I'm just like, okay, don't. No. And I came down here and I just like wrote out on my phone this like it was a text message, but it was it was in notes. Just like this is what I'm gonna say to Basically, this guy. Basically, like if like, you had yeah. been kept keeping yeah. a journal. Like yeah. if if I could just say everything I want to this guy, right? This is what I'm gonna say. And so I sent it to her in her text and it says, I just sent this to so and so. She's like, oh my god. You better not have. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and then I was like, no, that was. I just needed to process. I just needed to like dump out all my mean thoughts into a text message so I wouldn't like actually send it. <laughs> I did not hit send. But I that can't believe you sent it to, to her. her. Told yeah. Her. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's so mean. Just, oh because my god. I, no, it was. It was more of like, hey, this. This is what I'm feeling right now. Like this is what I would say to this guy if I could, but I know it's not my fight. Like if I know she it's had you. given you a second, though, it feels like you were looking for. If she'd been like, really, you would be like, send. Okay, that was no, like no, permission no. almost. I no. know, I okay. know her enough to know that she would be like, it's so mad. You Never. are not. No, you're yeah. not sending that. No way. Yeah. So, yeah. No. It was more of just me. Like, okay, this is my way of like. And saying, then once like, having he kind fun of, it, and then know? once he kind of got all out, he was okay, and we were able to like move past it. But I was like, you need to calm yourself down. 
Wow. Like, yeah. wow. And I typically, just so you know, there was some financial stuff in, involved in there. And I'm typically the one that's like, err on the side of generosity. Like, mm. hey, we're going to give money to so-and-so. You know, what do you think? I'm like, just pick the higher number. You know, like, <laughs> that's just kind of how I am. And she was way more generous mm. through this whole situation than I, I even would have been. Because I, like, at a certain point, I'm like, nope, you were wrong. You're like, no, you deserve nothing, you know, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But anyway, sorry. We're being very vague about this no, situation. No, I'm just saying no, that. We important. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So anyway. Mm. All right, guys. It's, it's that, time. that time of the night oh, man. when Aaron needs to go to sleep from a headache. <laughs> but <laughs> we also... Poor wanna... Aaron. He's been like laid out on the ground. He has like a migraine. It was the whiskey. No, what was it we had? Moonshine. 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 <laughs> Um, I, I, I'm not even going to say awkward sex story. I'm just going to say, tell us a sex story. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Cause man, we, we're there. There are some high, um, there's some really great sex stories on this podcast. (laughs) And I was like, we will never obtain to some of these outrageous stories. It's not a competition. It's not. Some people set the bar so high. They did set the bar real high. I'm listening and my jaw drops. I'm like, wow, (laughs) wow. I know. Okay. I know. That's that's a doozy right there. (laughs) (laughs) So I so we left thinking about some of this. Yeah. yeah. You've okay. had some you've yeah, had, had some, some great ones. Yeah. Fun fact, when I, I've had coworkers that'll be like, I listen to your podcast. I'm like and I instantly I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And then I think about all the sex stories we've and shared. I'm like, I'm like Oh wow, oh, you know about my boner okay. now. Yeah. <laughs> Lady like, at work. Well, we chose to do that. Okay. Yep. That was on purpose. <laughs> so tell us a tale. All right. Should I tell us the wedding night story? I mean, we had sex the other night and our dog was laying on the end of our bed. Oh. The whole time? Yeah. It's like a third Awkward. party. I'm, a I'm like, Your really? dog's big too. We have a brand new dog. Like we got a COVID dog and like, Brady, really? Like hit the road, dude. What are you doing? He's just laying on our bed, but just um, watch. I mean, that would like be like a, a third person. It's a little bit, it's <laughs> a little bit weird. It's huge. Dude, I was like, your, should we give him a snack? Get your voyeuristic <laughs> self out of here. Like what are you doing? <laughs> Peeper. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think this is funny. Like on our, our wedding night, somebody had gifted us a suite at a hotel. And me, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, you know, and so I wanted to be really romantic. So I went out and bought all these candles and like these like giant candles, like these yeah. big ones, right? Because I wanted to, you know, and you know, we're here on this carpet and I and I and I put candles all over the room and she's in the in the bathroom getting in lingerie and you know we did our did our deal mm-hmm. and we in the in the morning we woke up and there was these like these candles had melted like did, into you, giant did pools. you sleep with the candles on I think we must no, have no but I th- I don't think so but I think that it it was wet red wax wasn't she's it? a six oh, there's no, no way they slept red with the candles wax. there's no way yeah. Yeah. they slept red with the candles wax. maybe oh, I thought yeah. they were red yeah. I don't even know where you'd they buy were. that many red candles. <laughs> I think I mean, it honestly, I think it was Kmart. Oh, okay. I honestly think it was Kmart. So it was like these cheap okay. candles, but R. they were big and they were thick, and they melted all over the floor. Like I put those little like paper doily things because I was like, no. I don't, it, I'm, I'm thinking like I don't want Have a little drip on, on, on the. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't want doily, it to drip yes. on the carpet. Anyway, we woke up and they had like, think of this tall candle that just oh. melted all the way down. It was this wow. giant ball on oh, the carpet, dude. and I was a couple of them or one. I think there was like three. There was three of them. Because we had some on like, you know, 
So uh, here we are, young, you know, 20-year-olds, and we're going to check out because we're going to head to our honeymoon now. And and I'm like, how am I going to get this wax off the carpet? Like, what am I going (laughs) to do? I'm like, I'm going to have to pay for this carpet. I was just panicked. And so I told the guy at the counter, I was like, listen, I, I had candles and like there's wax all over the carpet. I can't get it off. And he's like, you know, you're not supposed to have candles in the in the room. I'm like, dude, it was my wedding night. And this other lady's like, it's their wedding night. I'm like, oh, okay. And <laughs> so she was up. We we never heard from them again, but I was just like, But you oh didn't my pay God. for the room either, so you don't know. We did, we don't exactly. Know. I know. What if I your know. friend had to pay for a whole new carpet? And it wasn't like little drips either. It was like these big blobs oh, of funny. Oh, wax. Dude. You know, that, so that was kind of crazy. It's not a very fun story, except I that. Know. Do you have well, any mother-in-law it's not, stories? I, <laughs> I was Not actually like some other ones on when here. you started telling the story. I thought I was like, "Oh, one of them is going to think that pouring hot wax on the other is." Oh sexy. my god! Sure yeah, I've no. heard that story somewhere before, <gasps> oh. but wow. the person was just like, "Hundred ah, percent, ah, ah, <laughs> obviously." Yeah, I mean, we stayed when we moved back from California. We stayed with Kate's parents for a little while. Oh yeah, and like sleeping in the bed that she grew up in, like <laughs> having sex in her bed. Was that eerie? Do you ever think Was back to like teen teen Kate being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lady, get it, girl. <laughs> All right, Hot I got a question away. for you guys. Can okay. I do that? Yeah, Is that yeah, allowed? Sure. Is that allowed? What What's the craziest place you've ever had sex? Oh, <laughs> in my office, my manager's office at work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was true. And somebody, a I customer, a came in. Not to the room, but like to be helped, and Jenna had to just get up real quick. I pushed him off. I was like, "Shoosh," because <laughs> I was actually really afraid of getting in trouble. Obviously, actually, we've had sex on a friend's kitchen counter before. They weren't wow. there, but they weren't there. They weren't there. That's not as risky. We won't they say. We won't say it. whose friend that was. I was. Nope. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. What she talk knows about it? Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, guys, I have an awkward sex story. My friend Michelle and I sometimes like her, there's a grocery store near her house. I'll just pop over if she doesn't answer. Oh boy. So I like pop like at eight thirty at night. She's my best friend. I knocked on the front door. No one answers. I know the code, <laughs> so I just let myself in. And like I swear, like their door was shut, but their kids were. They were like really whatever. I listened and I was like, oh, like. Her husband's car wasn't home and it sounded like she was watching a movie. So I just like pound on their door. I didn't walk in, fortunately. And a minute later, her husband comes in and he was like, comes he to the door. And he's like, out. Jenna. <laughs> and it was like, what? we're definitely having sex right now. I'm like, I am so sorry. He's like, yeah, you can't recover from this. I'm like, no. And I just left their house. That's super. That is. Yeah. Wow. He was mad at me. He's like, that was a good night. And you killed it. I was like, that's fair. Wow. That's fair. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> Where do you think the craziest place we have sex is? Oh, we can ask you that. Caitlin, where's the craziest place we've had sex? I mean, Whiskey Town Beach on the beach. Oh, night or day? Night. Oh, that's a good one. That was a good I one. I was like, one time. Do you remember that? <laughs> the one wild day. I remember that. Oh, we don't get crazy I was going to say one time we were driving home and it was like in the car. Side of the road. In the car. Yeah. Wow. Did you have kids at this point? It was in Reading. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's impressive. That yeah. is impressive. Yeah. We well, don't we've, have this we've like, t- oh, actually, well, the bathtub at Cabo. That was out on the porch. Oh, yeah. oh. That wow. was pretty dope. Okay, I feel like we're about to <laughs> that do that. That was pretty dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, that's yeah. funny. Occasionally we get spicy. We should here's a I wanna spice it up a little bit more, babe. Let's do not just scheduled sex. <laughs> Let me think about it. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty you much. You heard it here first, people. Every time Kate's in the shower, I'm like, hey, do you want me to join you? <laughs> 
She's like, I have five uh, minutes. No, I, I've got... Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Double check. Come he's on, always, that, he's that always happens. like, can't blame my brother for giant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, thanks for doing this. Thanks for joining us, guys. Oh, love was y'all. So fun. Thanks for having us. Okay, I love Dave and Caitlin. I love, I love them more. <laughs> it's competition. Don't tell me to said it. <laughs> and we are leaving uh, their house in like four hours or so. Maybe five hours to go to the airport. Anxiety. I get like ex- anxious thinking about the Lex. Yeah, same. There's so much. We have like a 22-hour day of travel. It'll to- be fine. It'll be great. You guys are worth it. Just totally worth it. Yeah. Um we haven't had time to dissect the interview, which was what we would usually do is go, I would listen to it again, pull out the the great nuggets, and then I would tell Jenna what the nuggets were because I'm the one really re-listening to it. But by saying that, it just shows our cards that Aaron is the heavy hitter in this podcast relationship, <laughs> which no one is surprised to find out. I'm telling no one anything they didn't know before. Yeah, I actually carried all this podcasting equipment with me to you Connecticut. Literally carried the it was the, the heaviest backpack that I've ever carried. You get no empathy you could have free checked a bag <laughs> i yeah i have no excuse <laughs> but you win the gold star for not having a check bag because that's more manly <laughs> yeah it totally is manly okay but one thing i liked that i thought would be good homework mm. for them oh no, no wait no. listen an experiment. experiment that's right that's what it's called shout out to Kathleen we just realized we uh people cringe when for the say. entire season two have not given any <sighs> experiments so Whoops. Thank you, Dave, for reminding us that we that was part of our formula. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, the, so the experiment is we talked about how I've never heard any of them say like, like not bash. What was it? Critical of each other or like, uh, gossip or bitter. Yeah, we words. didn't say complain. I said that word once, but that's not really what we were getting at. But long story short, we are want you to ask someone who we give you honest feedback. If you, when you're talking about your spouse, like pain points with your spouse, if you are actually interested in feedback and looking, have like pointed questions, or if you're actually complaining. Or if attacking. I think attacking would be a good way to put it. Attacking or looking, commiserating, looking Looking. for people to agree slash commiserating. So is it helpful or hurtful? Mm-hmm. what you do so ask someone who like i was laughing i was like who would be the most honest person probably to go to like a sister or a brother would probably be the most honest with that or if you have a friend who's not just a yes friend yeah, yeah. and then with that information figure out what you're going to do with it like what adjustments could you make it's probably heart posture like different rules for yourself to get to a spot what do you think babe i like it okay experiment away all right. Oh, it's also fun. I actually have enjoyed. So we have a Instagram now. I forget. We forgot oh, about this more. Yeah. Zint Marriage Lab. And we do some reels. We just do goofy family reels sometimes. And we'll do some behind the scene photos and stuff. So if you want more. And then we always do more info about the episodes on that one. That, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? That account. So follow yeah. that account. But um, I have enjoyed, I think on the first one, we asked people like, oh, do you experiment? experience this as well like a dynamic we had in our marriage Mm -hmm. and i liked getting feedback so i'd actually enjoy hearing feedback about your experiment from this week so shoot us dms or however you want on the zint marriage lab but it's it's fun to feel more interactive and like know people are listening in real time and hear what your takeaways were so yeah reach out thanks for setting that up all right love you babe love you too